this, R5? It looks like we got a transmission coming in. Hello, Lieutenant. Two quick things about the podcast you're about to hear before you jump into hyperspace. First, beware of spoilers on the path ahead. The Star Wars Expanded Universe primer doesn't cover everything, but what it does cover, it may spoil. There's no punches pulled here. And second, this podcast is a non-profit fan production produced for the enjoyment and use of the fans. It's an educational resource, and all rights to the Star Wars saga are retained by Lucasfilm and their proper parties. No infringing claims are intended here. With those two facts in mind, enjoy the show and the journey ahead. You heard the man, R5. On with the show. The Star Wars saga is a vast space fantasy that spans the rise and fall of powers and principalities over the course of over 36,000 years. Luckily, newcomers to the saga's official continuity do not need to know every aspect of this long and varied history. Instead, a general knowledge of a series of key events can help a new reader get off on the right foot without being too confused by the scope of it all. Thus, for your listening and learning pleasure, Nathan P. Butler, creator of the Star Wars Timeline Gold, now presents a Star Wars Expanded Universe Saga Primer for new Star Wars fans and those just new to the Expanded Universe. Join us as we recap the story so far in a galaxy far, far away. Part 5. The New Jedi Order and beyond. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Twenty-five to twenty-nine years after A New Hope. The period of relative calm during the era of the Junior Jedi Knights and Young Jedi Knights books comes to an end a quarter of a century after A New Hope. At that time, a band of warrior aliens from outside of the galaxy, the Yuzhan Vong, begin their invasion of the galaxy. This invasion and the war that follows are the subject of the 19-book New Jedi Order series, several spin-off stories, and the seemingly stalled Invasion comic book series that was released many years later. Led by Supreme Overlord Shimra, the Vong are divided into a caste system, use biological technology, and deem anything mechanical to be heretical to their beliefs, and are dark spots in the Force, unable to be sensed or manipulated by the Jedi. As the conflict with these alien invaders grows more intense, lives begin being lost among our longtime heroes. In the first days of the war, Chewbacca is killed on the planet Cernpedal while fulfilling his life debt to the Solo family by saving Anakin Solo's life, just as the moon of Cernpedal crashes down into the planet. The loss of Chewbacca strains Han and Leia's marriage and sends Han off on his own for a while to deal with his loss. Meanwhile, within the Jedi ranks, the Noble Order begins to split in half, with some wishing to follow Luke's urgings of caution and peace, while others wish to take the fight to the Vong and risk the dark side, following Kip Duran's lead. Furthermore, the Solo family continues to shift and fragment, as Jaina joins Rogue Squadron as a pilot, Jason takes Luke's side in the Jedi argument, and Anakin takes Kip's side, after a fashion. As for Leia, she is no longer Chief of State in this era, having retired from public office and been replaced by Borsk Felia, so she works with Selkor to help refugees. 
Numerous worlds are decimated during the war, including the planet Ithor, the destruction of which turns Jedi and Rogue Squadron hero Koran Horn into a pariah, blamed for not being able to stop the world's destruction. The Vong enslave local populations, sacrifice some to their gods, and eventually even begin altering the galaxy's wildlife into new creatures for their own uses. One of these new creatures is the Voxen, a physiologically altered version of the Force-sensitive Vornsker predator from the planet Merkur. A ray of hope appears for a naive galaxy when the Yuzhan Vong halt their advance at the planet Duro, telling the galaxy that if they turn over all Jedi to the Vong, the invasion will end. This leads to the further persecution of the Jedi, who are already being treated poorly for their relative inaction that follows Luke's defensive policies and goes against Kip's proactive ideas. Eventually, a new Jedi base is set up, Eclipse, where the Jedi can flee to along a so-called Great River, similar to the Underground Railroad in American history. Along the way, new hope springs forth as Mara Jade Skywalker gives birth to Luke's son, Ben Skywalker. During one mission for the war, Anakin Solo helps a Yuzhan Vong shamed one, part of their lowest persecuted class, to regain his honor. In doing so, Anakin provides the first spark to what will become a growing pro-Jedi religious movement within the Yuzhan Vong society, one in which the shamed ones believe that the Jedi, or Jedi, will be their salvation. In hopes of ridding the galaxy of the threat of the Voxen, at least for a while, a Jedi strike team made up of young Jedi Knights infiltrates a Yuzhan Vong ship over Merkur, where they manage to destroy the Voxen production facility. During the assault, though, tragedy strikes. Several young Jedi are killed, including Anakin Solo, who goes out in a blaze of one with the Force glory. In the wake of Anakin's death, Jaina Solo begins drifting close to the dark side, while Jason is taken prisoner and subjected to Vaughn internment. While in custody, Jason is mentored by the Yuzhan Vong familiar and former Jedi, Verger. Verger talks philosophy with Jason, bringing him to open his eyes and understand that the Force is one thing, not two, dark and light. He begins to understand the Force on a grand scale and slowly comes to understand the Yuzhan Vong. This is what Verger had tried to do with Asherod Het decades earlier. Even as Jason is being captured and the Jedi team is fighting against the Voxen, the Vong unleash a devastating assault on Coruscant. Many die in the assault, including Borsk Felia. In the end, though, the New Republic government is forced to abandon the world, setting up a temporary capital on Mon Calamari. As for Coruscant, the Yuzhan Vong rename the planet Yuzhan Tar and begin terraforming it to suit their needs. Politically, the New Republic needs help. A new chief of state, Cal Omas, is elected, and he chooses to set up a new Jedi Council of sorts. The new High Council consists of half-Jedi and half-military and political figures. They also begin reaching out to the Imperial Remnant, hoping to join forces against the invaders. This soon comes with a military alliance and a name change for the New Republic, which becomes the Galactic Federation of Free Alliances, or Galactic Alliance. Yes, GFFA is the same acronym as used by many fans for the galaxy far, far away. Finally, the tide begins to turn when a Jedi team led by Luke Skywalker, and including a rescued and much more mature and force-attuned Jason Solo, discovers the long-lost sentient planet Zonama Seacott, last seen in Rogue Planet between the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, which they begin to believe is the original homeworld of the Yuzhan Vong. They manage to convince the world to aid in the war, and the combined might of all of the heroic factions, including Yuzhan Vong traitors looking to the Jedi for salvation, finally manages to rout the Yuzhan Vong at Coruscant, Yuzhan Tar, even as Luke and Jason do battle with Supreme Overlord Shimra, and the being calling the shots for him, his jester, Onimi. In the end, 
Shimra and Onimi are defeated, as is the Yuzhan Vong force. In the aftermath of the Yuzhan Vong War, a treaty is signed. The Yuzhan Vong will live on Zonama Sikot and reconnect with their long-lost homeworld. The Galactic Alliance will now rebuild, maintain ties with the Imperial Remnant, and move its capital to Dinan, then back to Coruscant under reconstruction. Twenty-nine through thirty-nine years after A New Hope. In the five years that follow the Yuzhan Vong War, the Galactic Alliance relocates to Coruscant, while Luke Skywalker's Jedi Order establishes a new Jedi Temple on Coruscant and a Jedi Academy on the ancient Jedi world of Osis. The young Jedi who came of age during their trials by fire in the war are now the peacekeepers of the Alliance, but Jason Solo has gone on his own mission to explore the nature of the Force from many different perspectives. We re-enter the saga after those five years have passed, starting with the first book in the Dark Nest trilogy, The Joiner King. When an unexpected border conflict between the Chiss and an insectoid race, formerly of Alderaan, known as the Killix, led by a hive mind with a conscious portion controlled by former Jedi Raynar Thul, and an unconscious portion controlled by former Dark Jedi Lamy Plo, nearly incites another war, the heroes of the Alliance step in to defuse the situation. As a result of the events of that mission, Leia Organa Solo decides to devote herself to becoming a full Jedi Knight, being accepted as Saba Sebatine's new apprentice. The Darkness trilogy continues with the Unseen Queen and the Swarm War. When the Jedi are estranged from the Galactic Alliance proper, by not acting in full accord with Cal Omas's policies, and full-scale war finally erupts between the Killix and the Chiss, it takes the efforts of Jedi Grandmaster Luke Skywalker and his allies, including Leia, considered a full Jedi Knight by the end of the conflict, to end the war. Lamy Plo is killed, while Raynar Thul is brought back to the Galactic Alliance. In the wake of the so-called Swarm War, Luke Skywalker removes Jedi representatives from the Alliance High Council, choosing instead to form a new Jedi High Council to oversee the Jedi Order, rather than to help govern the Alliance. Meanwhile, Ben Skywalker has slowly begun to open up to the idea of using the Force. Luke and Leia have learned the truth about their parents from restored memory files in R2-D2, and Jason Solo and Tanel Ka have had a secret baby, Alana, now the heir to the Hapen throne if Tanel Ka were to die. 40 through 41 years after A New Hope Four years after the end of the Swarm War, the legacy of the Force novel series begins, putting the galaxy on the brink of civil war as Corellia tries to assert its independence from the Galactic Alliance. The growing tensions split alliances, as Han, Leia, and Wedge tend to take the Corellian side, while the rest of our usual heroes take the Alliance side. To make matters worse, the situation is being exacerbated by the machinations of the long-lost Sith acolyte Lumaya, who eventually confronts Jason Solo, convincing him, using logic, his own instincts, and the teachings of fellow Sith acolyte Verger, to turn to the dark side. As the first book in the series, Betrayal, ends, there's a new Sith Lord in training, Jason Solo. As the series progresses, Jason gains control of the Galactic Alliance through the use of his secret police, the Galactic Alliance Guard, and political maneuvering that removes Cal Omas from office, replacing him with a shared Chief of State position for Jason and Military Supreme Commander Cha Nyathal. Meanwhile, he continues harming those around him, pushing away family and friends, until finally carrying out the sacrifice necessary to become a full Sith Lord by killing Mara Jade Skywalker, and setting him and his apprentice, Ben Skywalker, at odds. Luke blames Lumaya for Mara's death and kills her, 
but later learns that he was wrong, pitting him against Jason. Jason becomes Darth Cadus and makes an enemy of the Jedi, eventually splitting the galaxy into three factions, the Corellian's Confederacy, the Galactic Alliance, now under Cadus and Nyathal, and the Jedi Order, who will not attack the Galactic Alliance or take the Corellian side, but will actively work against Jason at every possible opportunity. As the conflagration grows, Nyathal breaks away from Jason's Galactic Alliance, siding with the Jedi. Jason takes a new apprentice, Tahiri Vela, using memories of his dead brother and her former love interest, Anakin Solo, to corrupt her. Under Luke's leadership, and with the help of the Mandalorians, led by Boba Fett, who has now discovered his long-lost granddaughter, rescued his wife, who was frozen in carbonite, and trained Jaina Solo in Mandalorian battle tactics, the Jedi manage to strike against Jason. In the final confrontation, Jason is killed by his own sister, Jaina. Tahiri, though, is brought back to the light side by Ben Skywalker, who brings her back into the fold, somewhat. In the aftermath of this civil war, Jaina's possible love interest, Jagged Fell, takes leadership of the Imperial Remnant, overseeing its Moth Council. Meanwhile, the Imperial Remnant, Corellia's Confederation planets, and the Galactic Alliance reunite into one large Galactic Alliance. The new Chief of State, however, is an unusual choice. Former Imperial Admiral Natasi Dalla, who had come in to assist in bringing down Jason on behalf of Imperial Supreme Commander Gilad Pelian, who was assassinated by Tahiri during the war's later months. The Second Galactic Civil War is over, but troubles remain on the horizon. 43 through 44 years after A New Hope Just two years after the end of the Second Galactic Civil War, and the legacy of the Force novels, the fate of the Jedi novel series and its makeshift prequel novel Millennium Falcon introduces the galaxy to a new period of turmoil. When Jedi Knights start going insane from a strange affliction that makes them believe others are all imposters, a common thread emerges. All of the young Jedi affected have exhibited abilities that few Jedi could possibly have known, but which were all known to Jason Darth Cadus Solo. As the affected Jedi raise public outcry, Chief of State Natasi Dalla brings charges against Jedi Grandmaster Luke Skywalker for a variety of actions, including essentially unleashing Darth Cadus on the galaxy by not preventing his fall to the dark side to begin with. As the Galactic Alliance government begins to crack down on the Jedi Order, Luke is sentenced to ten years of banishment, unless he can find the truth behind Jason's fall and bring it back to Dalla's attention. As such, Luke and his son Ben leave in the late Mara Jade Skywalker starship, the Jade Shadow, and begin a journey to retrace Jason's five-year journey of Force exploration, from the years between the New Jedi Order series and Dark Nest trilogy as best they can. Unbeknownst to them, an ancient Sith vessel, once used by Lumaya and Jason, has discovered the lost tribe of Sith on Kesh, left isolated from the galaxy for over 5,000 years, and has given them an understanding of the galaxy around them, in terms of Jedi dominance, the Sith being essentially gone, except the one Sith in hiding on Korriban, building its power under Darth Krayt, and so forth. Recognizing Luke as their greatest adversary in attempting to branch out and conquer new worlds to rebuild a Sith Empire, the tribe sets its sight on killing the Jedi Grand Master. Fortunately, the initial clash between the Skywalker duo and the Lost Tribe's representatives is brief, as the Skywalker soon must ally themselves with the Lost Tribe, particularly the father and daughter pair of Gavar and Vestara Kai, the latter of whom develops a mutual attraction with Ben, in order to fight an even greater menace, the source of the strange affliction affecting the Jedi, 
the ancient Force-using being Abeloth. Abeloth is presumed defeated and killed by Luke on her planet within the black hole cluster of the Maw, but it is an act that shakes the Jedi Grandmaster, as Abeloth had previously absorbed his former lover Callista, forcing Luke to essentially battle his own former love interest. As the fate of the Jedi Saga progresses, the Jedi finally move against the extreme measures being taken by Chief of State Dala. She is removed from office and arrested, but escapes prison, accidentally also freeing Tahiri in the process. With Dala overthrown, Luke's sentence of banishment is overturned, and the Galactic Alliance comes under the leadership of a triumvirate consisting of Haydnat Treen, representing the Senate, Merat Jackson, representing the military, and Saba Sebatine, representing the Jedi Order. Saba, for her part, is playing a dual role, as the death of acting Jedi Grandmaster Kent Hamner during a power struggle within the Jedi Order has placed Saba at the head of the Order in Luke's continued absence. As the threads of the Fate of the Jedi series begin to draw tighter, Vestara Kai travels with the Skywalkers and nearly turns to the light side, only to find herself in the untenable position of accepting that her Sith nature would one day ruin any chance for them to actually be together. On Coruscant, calls for a new election for Chief of State result in the election of a woman named Rokari Kim, who is none other than another host for Abeloth, who works with the Lost Tribe to infiltrate the Galactic Alliance leadership until they are covertly in control of the government. The Skywalkers, along with Vestara, infiltrate Coruscant and their own Jedi Temple that has come under Lost Tribe control, allying with Jedi who have escaped Coruscant, in a move to bring down Abeloth and the Sith. Their battle carries them once more off of Coruscant and into Abeloth's territory. In ages past, it was there on the planet where she was found by the Skywalkers that Abeloth, who once lived on her mysterious planet with the Ones, the very same beings destroyed by Anakin Skywalker's trip to Mortis during the Clone Wars, had been a mortal woman, living with the Ones. She drank from the forbidden font of power and swam within the pool of knowledge, both parts of the planet that are immensely powerful in the Force. She did this in order to become like them, and truly be a family, with her now being the mother. But the power corrupted her. Just as the father was meant to keep balance, Abeloth became the bringer of chaos, and the other ones moved on, leaving her behind. Now with the ones gone since the Clone Wars, Abeloth's power has grown unchecked. They battle her once again on her world, where she attempts to turn Ben and Vistara into a new son and daughter to recreate the family of the Ones, having first targeted Luke as a new potential father. They battle her in the other dimension known as Beyond Shadows and in the physical realm, and Luke finds himself helped by an unlikely ally, who would appear to be Darth Crate of the One Sith, whom Jason Solo saw in a vision alongside his daughter, Alana, beginning Jason's quest for power. Abeloth is defeated in all of her incarnations, but she cannot be truly destroyed, and they know she will return one day. The Jedi must now begin a quest to find the Dagger of Mortis, which had been the only thing able to destroy the son, daughter, and father. They can only hope to have it ready when Abeloth returns. In the wake of these events, Vestar is taken by the same ancient Sith vessel that brought the Lost Tribe out of seclusion to be with the One Sith in secret and Luke has no trace to follow to find the mysterious Dark Man, presumably Darth Crate, who helped him battle Abeloth. Imperial Head of State Jagged Fell and our Saga heroes, meanwhile, have managed to stop the conspiracy of Hayden Atreen against the Alliance and Empire, brought down an attempt by Dala to claim control of the Empire, and have managed to pass control of the Empire to Jag's ally Vitor Reach, even as the Galactic Alliance places Wyn Dorvan, former aide to Dala and ally to the Jedi in the fight against Abeloth, 
in as the new Alliance Chief of State. Jag and Jaina Solo are soon married. As for the remnants of the conspiracy that unwittingly helped put Abeloth into power and nearly put their own allies in power within the Empire, the last of their number will be mopped up by this era's unofficial incarnation of Wraith Squadron, back in service again in another X-Wing novel, Mercy Kill. 100 through 130 years after A New Hope. Decades after the events of Fate of the Jedi, the Legacy comic book series launches readers into a new era of Star Wars. In this era, the One Sith Order, which had existed in the background of the Legacy of the Force and Fate of the Jedi series, emerges again to reshape the galaxy and save it from itself. The One Sith, led by the mysterious Darth Krayt, ally themselves with the Imperial Remnant to destabilize the Galactic Alliance, sparking the Sith-Imperial War between the Galactic Alliance and the Empire, with their Sith allies at their side. In the final days of the war, the Galactic Alliance falls, the Jedi temples on Osis and Coruscant are devastated, and the Jedi Order's last few Jedi are scattered. The Sith take over the new Empire, deposing Emperor Rowan Fell, descendant of Jagged Fell, but hope still exists in the form of the last remaining Skywalker, young Cade Skywalker, who is lost but presumed to be alive after the Battle of Osis. 137 through 138 years after A New Hope. Seven years after the end of the Sith Imperial War, the hunt for Cade Skywalker continues. Unbeknownst to his fellow Jedi, Cade has given up the Skywalker legacy and is now a bounty hunter and pirate, working for the pirate Rav, alongside his two companions, Jiraiya Sin and Deliah Blue. Cade does not totally forget his heritage, though, as he is visited often by the Force Ghost, or hallucination, of Luke Skywalker, who urges him to return to the Jedi Order and help set things right in the galaxy. Meanwhile, Rowan Fell works with Imperials loyal to him, rather than Darth Krayt, to create a new rebellion against this reborn Empire, even as the Sith hunt him and his daughter, Princess Maricea Fell, for treason. He is aided by a few loyal Imperial Knights, a form of Jedi-esque warrior that served the Empire rather than the Jedi Order. Soon, the paths of this generation's Skywalker and Fell families cross, leading Cade to pursue his Jedi abilities again. However, all is not well, as Cade is eventually drawn to the Sith Temple on Coruscant to save a Jedi he'd turned over as a bounty hunter. During that mission, he is captured and taken to Darth Krayt, who reveals himself to be former Jedi Knight Asherad Het. Krayt offers to train Cade in the dark side. Cade briefly accepts, but he eventually learns that Krayt is dying and intends for Cade to use his dark side healing ability to save him. Cade's allies, led by his long-lost mother, save him from Krayt's clutches, escaping from Coruscant. Cade does not have the chance to reunite with his mother, Morrigan Cord, however, and none of our heroes realize that Morrigan Cord has an alter ego, the Imperial Moth Nina Calixta, nor that Cade has a half-sister, Gun Gunner Yeg, the daughter of Nina Calixta and Rolf Yeg, another Imperial Moth. In the aftermath of Cade's time at the Sith Temple, and the theft of an Imperial warship by the remnants of the Alliance fleet under Admiral Gar Stasi, Krayt cracks down on the galaxy, ordering the internment and or genocide of all citizens of Mon Calamari. In the wake of this news, Cade, who is hiding out with his uncle and former Jedi Knight Nat Skywalker, better known as Bantha Rock, proposes a daring plan to attack the weakened Krayt and assassinate the galactic ruler. The plan culminates in a trap for Krayt on the planet of Had Abaddon, and Cade and his allies, 
including his former love interest turned Imperial Knight, Aslan Ray, find themselves with an unexpected ally when they discover a derelict Imperial ship in space, bearing Celeste Morn, who still wears the Murr Talisman and can turn those who are not Force-sensitive into Rake Ghoul Beasts. In order to destroy Crate, since he's a Sith, Celeste joins them in their mission, which eventually ends with momentous results. Crate is defeated by Celeste and Aslan, then finished off by his own right-hand man, Darth Weirlock III. Aslan is left near death, and soon saved against her will by placing her in an experimental suit, and Celeste allows Cade to kill her in order to free her from Karnas Murr's Sith spirit that she has been trapped with since putting on the talisman. Cade then uses his unique Force abilities to destroy the talisman, and in the Millennia Spanning Vector comic book crossover tale. In the wake of Crate's apparent death, Weirlock convinces the other Sith that Crate is only in stasis so that he can rule the one Sith in his place. The Galactic Alliance Remnant and Rowanfell's Imperial faction become reluctant allies against the Sith Empire. Cade and his shipmates head for the Outer Rim to deal with their own personal demons, and Cade, unbeknownst to either of them, is set on a collision course on Tatooine, where he once again comes face to face with his mother, Morrigan Cord slash Nina Calixta, and his half-sister, Nina's daughter with Imperial Grand Admiral Rolf Yeg, Gun Gunner Yeg. Meanwhile, Mandalorian warrior turned Imperial Stormtrooper turned member of Rogue Squadron Hondo Carr discovers that the Mandalorian traitor Yaga Ox has proclaimed himself the new Mandalore in this era, sending Hondo on a new quest, once again as a Mandalorian, to take down the man fraudulently at the top of his own society. As a final blow against the Mon Calamari, Darth Weirlock authorizes the release of a biological weapon on the planet, which wipes out all life on the world. Only a small number of inhabitants survive, thanks to a joint rescue operation by Gar Stasi's Alliance fleet and ships sent by deposed Emperor Rowan Fell. When a meeting between those two factions goes wrong, however, Maricea Fell, Rowan's daughter, is captured by the Sith. As Legacy nears its end, Cade Skywalker and his companions wage war against the Sith, seeking to destroy them and stop any further use of their bioweapon. Cade has expressed his love for Delia Blue. Antares Draco, perilously close to the dark side himself, leads a team to rescue Maricea from the Sith, not knowing that his own former master, Eshgar Nin, aka Darth Havoc, is the Sith holding her. And machinations amongst the Sith expand, as it is revealed that Darth Krayt is alive, now in hiding on Korriban and manipulating events on his own. An all-out conflict ensues with the final storyline of Legacy, the Legacy War miniseries, as Darth Krayt retakes control of the One Sith and his enemies, the Galactic Alliance, the Jedi, and the Loyalist Imperial forces under Fel, seek to end his reign once and for all. In the climactic battles of the war, Cade finally kills Krayt, seemingly destroying his spirit, still attached to his body and trying to take over Cade's mind, by sending Krayt's body into a star. As Cade and his closest friends look toward the future, a new government is established, the Galactic Federation, ruled by a triumvirate of Admiral Gar Stasi, Jedi Master Kukruk, and Maricea Fell, who becomes Empress with the death of her father during the last days of the war. The saga continues. Prominent stories in this era include the comic book series, Chewbacca, Invasion, and Legacy, the novel series, The New Jedi Order, the Dark Nest Trilogy, Legacy of the Force, Millennium Falcon, and Fate of the Jedi. <laughs> 